Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through something that somebody called the bait of Satan. The bait of Satan. That's what I want to deal with today. It's called offense. When your love can swallow up offense, then you truly love Jesus said it, offense must but come. You can't pray it away. You can't prevent it coming. One lady met me one year in, in, in Malaysia and said, I don't want trouble from people. I said, then you will die. That you will not be offended that you are not fit for the earth. You must be offended. But you must choose not to be offended. And make sure you are not an offense. Can I speak to you tonight? Offense is a must. Are you listening to me? Offense is a must. You can't avoid it. You can't avert it. It must come. And that is the test of love. If you truly love, you will not count offense as anything. Now, the weak has a problem of forgiveness. The weak has a problem of forgiveness. The strong find it easily to forgive. But the wise ignores. Did you hear Did you? The weak, it's hard for the weak to forgive. Even we ask you, even when I forgive, how do I forget? The wise forgives and forgets. Sorry, the strong rather. But the wise. Somebody said the wise. The wise. He looks at your offense and ignores it. He won't tell you that's what you want to do. Do quickly. Because he knows the offense we promote him. We understand God when we can't dissect offense. The placement of Joseph was him understanding offense he said you meant it for evil but god sent me 
to provide a posterity for you. So you sold me, but he sent me. The problem we have is that we do not understand the assignment of God for our lives. And because we do not understand the assignment of God for our lives, we do not understand equally that everybody in your life, in the track of your life, is sent there to bring something out of you. The greatest negative emotion man has is anger. And what brings out anger? Offense. Truffles. Truffles. Are you listening to me? And have you heard the word emotional intelligence? Have you heard that word? Emotional intelligence makes you to manage your anger. You are supposed to be angry. Or you see beyond that. These are the things to be adopted in the home. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Look. Noah could not manage his anger. He caused the son. I'm not just going to imagine i can't imagine what my son will do that will make me cause him to that extent he was offended by the time he realized what the son did he got offended and cost him yes i'm not justifying what the son did that was okay but you can overlook for the safety of the destiny and the cause he released went on that generation Offense is our greatest stumbling block. And it will end our progress. Because that is Satan's bit. I'm telling you. The prince of this world has come unto me and he's found nothing. Even offense was not found with Jesus. And Jesus said, blessed is he that is not offended in me. This is critical to look into and we must not try to ignore it a couple of people in church are offended or get offended or cause offense he says note them that cause offense paul wonders but listen we can live above offense give me the book of Psalm 119 verse 165. I want to dwell on that. I want to dwell on that. I want to dwell on this today. And I'm going to come into some things. Diverse things bring offense. Different people have different background, different flow. And offense come in different sects. Well, you may be a good person, but you can't stick some things. You understand what I'm saying? You can't stick it. And you get offended. It's an access. Everybody listen. Offense is the roadway of the devil into your life. 
Are you listening to me? Did you hear what I said? Offense is a strong roadway. It, you, are not, you are not going to sin now, but he will use offense. He's going to use offense to assess you. And Paul had to warn us, he said, be not ignorant of the devices of the devil. Lest he take advantage, the place in which he takes advantage of us is in the place of offense. I was praying for an Uroishial woman. And while I was praying for her, she had cancer. So as I laid my hands to pray, God said, she doesn't need prayer. She needs to forgive her dad. So I told her, I said, sister, you will be healed when you forgive your dad. May I mention that she got seriously angry? Do you know what he did? I don't know. But what God told me, is that your healing is tied to forgiveness. She said, I can never. can never. She said it. She spoke for like three minutes. I was standing. And I told her, then you will die. Some people said, oh, that's it. She's going to die. And her days are numbered. And I prayed for her. As I touched her, the Holy Ghost came on her. Then she started crying. She started crying. She said, I'll forgive my dad. She was crying. I don't know what the dad did. And I was not interested to know. It's between her and dad and God. Forgive your dad. Then she said, I'll forgive my dad. I said, pick your phone now. Call your dad. Tell him whatever he's done, you're forgiven. I am not exaggerating. After she did that, you could see glow on her face. She was healed. Offense. It is when they offend you that you have problem of forgiving. And I don't care what you do. Every man is a teacher. Their acts are deep and deeds are my lessons. I take notes. I want to be better. I want to make heaven. Offense will not allow you to go to heaven. You may say, I'm telling you the truth. Because when you are offended, if I pass by, you offend me. And we both make it to heaven. We will continue the strife there. <laughs> and God does not want that nonsense there. So he said, look, if you don't say to stay there. Offense is very serious. I'm not joking. You may feel, oh, is it that serious? It's serious because it brings bitterness. And when you are bitter, you can be better. It brings bitterness, it generates it. Are you listening to me? One came to complain to Pastor One Pastor. Ah, look at what they're doing, they're doing. Pastor Debo, he asked him one question Do you want to go to heaven? He said, yes. He said, the person troubling you does not want to go. So don't let what he's doing bother you. If you want to go, leave him. The pastor is my friend. So when he told me that, I said, good. 
If you like, be bothered. Baba has told you what to do. You better leave. Is there any what I'm saying? Are you with me? Okay. 165, please. Not 65. 165. This scripture is a very strong word that entered my system and gave me adequate understanding for living. He says, great peace have they which love thy law. If you love God's law, nothing will offend you. That's it. Great peace. Number one, you will have peace. Nothing bothers me. Nothing troubles me. I don't care. I don't care what is on. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care. I'm telling you, nothing bother me. If you are looking for a person that they say, Kunero, no, I am the one. I don't have Eronus. I don't have it. Uh, I, what's the word? Nothing is bothering me. If I have any concern, it's his kingdom. And I'm not exaggerating. If I don't have money in my pocket now, it doesn't trouble me. It will come. You don't, I don't trouble myself or what I'm sure will come. I don't go down. He has told me, be careful for nothing. The reason why you get offense is because you are careful of some things. And when those things you are careful of are touched or affected, it affects you. Jesus told, he said, get thee behind me, Satan, for thou sovereign not the things that be of God, but the things that be of man. He pokes you with those things, and you respond. I said, man, when you look at a man, you look at this man, permit me, look at this man, ask this man, do you have power? He said, I don't have power. He said, I'm believing God for power. There is power in him that is not released. Because I will tell you, everybody listen to me. The flesh is stronger than the spirit. You may not agree with me, but I'm telling you, I'm teaching you. That the flesh is stronger than the spirit. A whole Jesus entered his own town. And he could do few miracles. Why? flesh they were knowing him of flesh <laughs> you don't understand what paul said i put my body under if he didn't put his body under what he flowed in the spirit which cannot come <laughs> flesh the devil will poke your flesh the devil will poke your flesh when he's in control you will listen there's no without man there is no God without man. There is no devil without man. There is no God without man. Who is God out is man? Are you getting what You don't understand this flesh as well. Have you ever said, Lord, I'm fasting tomorrow? And you are ready. You've packed your stuff and ready. 
Then your wife just fried your best. And it just came. I said, what's that? Ah! And I'm tempted. They say, <laughs> no. Talk to me. Anybody? Or your mommy? Huh? What, what overcame you then? Be sincere. It's the flesh. Why didn't the spirit subdue it? You see, yieldedness gives the spirit power. If you don't yield to the spirit, the spirit is powerless. I will show you scripture now. Is the ark of God powerful? Talk to me. Is the ark of God powerful? Now they brought the ark to the battle. And Israel gave a shout. And the moment they gave a shout, when the ark came, reflections of history came to the Philistines. Pedigree of the ark came to the Israelites. But one man said, Witness men. Do you know that statement made them to take the ark from Israel? When they took the ark into the house of Dagon, he fell. Asteroids, he fell. Everywhere they took him to. The people that took the ark, are you listening? That community, well, they received hemorrhoid. They received boil. They received diseases. Talk to me. Yes, Is it? Yes, but they took the ark. Does the ark have a spiritual note? Does it cast a spiritual significance? Talk to me. But mind took it. Am I talking to somebody? Are you getting what I'm talking about? <laughs> the day you submit to God, you will know you carry power in this body. The flesh lost it against the spirit. Change the word lost. Is the flesh lost it against the fight it against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh? The flesh was have you read in your Bible? He said, Grieve not the Holy Spirit. That in a meeting we can be experienced the Holy Spirit, and somebody will do something, and the presence of God will disappear. What took it out? A little leaven will leaven the lump. I'm telling you. And the devil will keep poking your flesh. Husband or wife have a, a little agree, disagreement. Then they come and sleep. Husband face this side. Wife face this side. The devil sleeping between them. <laughs> and watch. Because see, in every man there's a little boy. Talk to me. In every woman, there's a little girl that wants to play. Talk to me. But flesh will say, didn't you see what he did? And he will come to your eyes. Didn't you see what she did? So, you see, the husband was saying, let me touch. Let me just lay there. They will say, Barikini. Barikini. You didn't see what she did. The same devil is talking to her too. She too now said, ah, I don't like the way we are doing it. Let me just say, you want to touch him? You want to touch him? Didn't you see the way he spoke, even though you are wrong? But didn't you see the way he spoke? Should he speak like that? 
the little baby, the little girl, the little boy that wants to play. Watch, by the next day, they are more apart. <laughs> Talk to me. If it goes one month, they will be more apart. If it goes a year, they will divorce. So since I understand the devil always try to create a wall, I, 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 I come with the olive leaf. Peace. That's where I come with. He's talking about the love of God. Sorry, he's talking about the wisdom. He, one of the things he said mainly about the Lord, I love love more. He said it is peaceable. If you are peace, that's why he says peace there. If you are peaceable, you don't entertain offense. You see it as nothing. A guy. was working with me and one day came to me that he needed money I paid children's school fees he said he needed so I said okay he said I needed this amount and I was for a meeting when he said it I said okay I'll send it to you hope Friday is not too late I said no I was traveling for a meeting I got to the meeting. I didn't have so much. I didn't have up to the money I was asking for. So I got to the meeting, did the meeting. They gave me an orange. I quickly put it in my account and transferred it to him. He said he needed money for something. Uh, it was in line with the children's school fees. So I sent it to him. Now, he was engaged to a lady. The wife was dead. Now he was engaged to a lady. So the lady, his phone spoiled, but they were not communicating. So the reason why he caught, came for the money from me was to buy a phone for the lady, which he knows if I ask, I won't give him. Because he was already causing a distraction for the lady, sort of. The lady will want to wake up to print the money. You will start calling the lady. So God crashed the phone. You know, God is a jealous God. At 4.30, you start calling. So the lady will not be able to pray. So God said, phone. No matter how they try to repair the phone, the phone did not respond. So... The lady now said that the reason why this phone is like this is because of this, 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 and that. So now I said, if you get another phone, we will be praying together. <laughs> I don't know how you make people not to grow their growth by themselves. That you say you must be there, you they won't grow. And when they you know what I'm talking about. So the lady was now, she bought the, he bought the phone and gave it to the lady. The lady was now restless. Restless. Her conscience was pricking her. So we're doing a meeting. She now dropped the phone into the offering basket. Oh, so the guy now said, where's your phone? 
He said, I've dropped it. The guy was angry and came to me. I said, look at this foolish girl. Ah, he dropped the phone. So I said, ah. he drops the phone because probably I didn't know anything then. Probably he felt he wants to give his best to God. I said, of, re, of me, I will have one to return the phone back to the girl, but I will not feel okay doing that. He said, let them give our phone back. So I was looking, then I said, don't kill the sense of giving of this girl so that it won't affect your ministry tomorrow. I didn't know anything. If it is, I was looking at a sense of giving. I didn't know it was a pricking of conscience. So the, la- the pressure was much on the lady. So the lady said he likes, she likes to see me. So she came and said, sir, I'm so sorry. I don't want it to be as if I'm, I'm trying to, to, to bring down so, 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 um, please. Um, uh, you know, he told you he needed the money. I said, yes. He said, use the money for me. Ever in your life, say, you are going to bring him down because I know him before you. I have a principle. Who I know before you is prime to me that you am just knowing. It's a principle. Now, I will try to get him on track without your knowledge. So I said, you can't say that. I know him before you. And I just knew you. It's not up to how long I know him. And is this, is this to me? I said, look, probably while he was asking me for the money, he has asked somewhere else. And they gave him the money. Then he now still have this. You will have thought he should return it. And you are prized to him. So he went to buy phone for you. So don't take it like that. Now I knew the real thing. But that's my stand. And what, once I give him the money, whatever he likes to do with the money, he can do it with it. It's not my business. Will you give him money again? Yes. I'll give him money again. Because I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you offended? No. I'm not offended. Guy, he's a brilliant guy. He was the head boy in his school, but his parents were poor. So when he was getting ready to write his wife, I gave him money. The school gave him scholarship. They paid for him. His father gave him money. So one guy now came to me and said, Pastor, the money you give so, 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 he went to spend it. I said, you came to report him because he didn't share you from the money. the reason why you are reporting him. He didn't give you the money. And I told him the same word I told you. Once I give him the money, whatever he likes to do with it is business. It has left me. What I sow, I will reap. Not where I sow. And whatever you do with the money, I gave it in good faith. I'm, I'm serious. I am not offended. I am not offended for anything. Are you listening to me? Offense finishes all. 
he had issue already of disobedience. Offense took him to another level. Where we will have been defending him, he was offended in the person. And look at it. I love the spirit of David. David said, a broken and a contract spirit, God will not reject. He will not refuse it. Because David understand that about God. Anytime you repent, there's a way God respond. God said, did you see Ahab? Did you see Ahab? That Ahab has humbled himself. He's fasting and praying. And the judgment God will have given him at that time, he will tell it until later. Do you see that? Saul had a chance to be offended that you were supposed to be disgraced, Saul. I took the grace, disgrace away from you and I won the battle for you. Now want to kill me. That is enough to create offense in you. Talk to me. Do you agree with me? But David will never kill Saul. David will never fight his father. Neither will he fight his son. He was good in battle. He will fight anybody, but not his father. Number two, not his son. That's a father. Why? Because, listen, he's coming against your throne should create an offense in you, but he was running away from Absalom. He was running away from Absalom. He was not going to fight Absalom. As a father. And he would not fight his father. That act was something to God. He was indeed a man after the act of God. There were people that when he came back after the issue of Absalom, he should, he should have killed. Forgive them. But he told Solomon, they must not go well. You deal with them. And Solomon dealt with them in wisdom. You must not leave this place. So. When you leave, you will die. So that death was justified. You remember? That's the way he gave it. Joab. He said because he killed a man that was bringing peace. Bringing peace. In the time of peace, Joab should die. He must not go to the grave in peace. Shemel, that was cursing him when he was going. So what it is, he gave them locality. The day you cross here, you ah, they said they were, suddenly they forgot. So the killing of these two, it, it was justified. Who is hearing what I'm saying? Offense will come. Even to, he said, to us, is a precious stone to them is a rock of offense they take offense against and that's the way the devil comes and break homes bringing money bringing you of these and we look at it and things is tearing apart because of offense i'm going to mend it because i respect relationships 
I respect relationship. It takes a while for me to bond with you. I don't jump on people. I don't care what you do. I don't jump on people. I take my time. Once my spirit click with you, I will stand with you till death. No matter what happens to you, I will stand to you, with you to, till death. And there's nothing you will do that will offend me. There's nothing you will do. I was doing a meeting one year. 1994. And I had a, a little issue with one of my friends. He's the one that had issue with me, not me. So I brought him for the meeting. While they were do, we were doing the meet, the meeting was going on. Nepa just took the light. Then he said, Have I told you that before? <laughs> he said, I can't be doing meeting and Nepa will take light. Before the whole congregation. So he kept preaching. He kept preaching. Now I did a session before he came in. No. Yes, I did a session before he came in. Then when he finished his ministration, he wanted to, he was supposed to hand over the mic to me. He called his assistant and hand over the mic to him. To close my meeting. <laughs> to close my meeting. I wasn't offended. I said to the assistant, I said, excuse me, I have some word for some people. So, because new set of people came by the second session. So I gave the word. As one of them was coming, he said, you go back. I've prayed for you. I'm not joking. <laughs> he said, you go back. I've prayed for you. You go back. I've prayed for you. I didn't see anything. Then the guy said, please, sir. So the guy came. You know. This was 1994. So I prayed for them. Then I handed the mic over back to his assistant to close the meeting. Am I offended? No. We're still friends. We're still friends till date. And if I tell you the level of friendship we exist today, there is nothing that happens to him I'm the first person. And now let me tell you the danger of that offense. We have a daughter that goes to the church. And the daughter in a church for a while. That's why, that's why I will never take offense. So he now invited me to come and preach for him. So I went to preach. As I finished preaching... I just saw that daughter. I don't want to mention her name. So I said, how are you? You did marry your marriage and you didn't invite me. Why? So I said, what about your children? Then the lady started crying. And I said, by the eve of this convention, you will be with your baby. Now, everybody listen. Different, I don't want to mention names of men of God that have prayed for her. But there are some, some miracles that are tied to you. You may not agree. In my theology of God over the years, my theology has been broken by certain truths that I've discovered. 
the man at the beautiful gate was there while Jesus came to that synagogue. I'm so sure that Jesus came to that temple. But Jesus did not touch him because Jesus came to the pool of Bethesda and he healed one person. And Bible says there were many sick folks there who probably some of the disciples will heal later. It is not that I have the best anointing. Maybe even the anointing of the people that prayed earlier are softening is a issue. So I just came to take put the icing. Maybe they are Do you understand what I'm talking about? Are you listening? So the lady gave birth. When she was five months old, she asked for my account and sent me some money. And on that very day, I needed money. So I said, I said, sir, I am five months pregnant. I eat myself like Elizabeth. Now, there's a possibility that that offense will not make that woman to have a baby because of us who were fighting. Let me say another thing. Well, let me share another one. I have a friend. Pastor Banji know this, my friend. This my friend has a sister that has been married for 25 years. She has no child. Five years after she married, I went to do a meeting in their compound and I wanted to pray for her. She even called me that, ah, pray for me. As I lay hands to pray for her, God told me if she's going to have a child, she must allow the brother, who is a pastor, to pray for her. I said, your brother will pray for you. She said, lie, lie. I don't know what. She's the senior. This one is younger. But there's a way she, she feels about her. About him, rather. Pastor Banji. She just gave birth last year. That guy will have prayed for him. For her. Earlier. That's why I believe some people's miracles are tied to certain individuals. I don't know how God does that. But I'm telling you, that's the way it is. Because sometimes, they feel he was just zealous that he was not called. And God said, to prove he's called, he's the one that we pray. This lady goes to us. And 25 years after, the brother was the one that prayed. And nine months after, she was pregnant. Explain that. Now there was an offense on his call. If your brother is the one that is called, he said one day he was supposed to go and preach for full gospel in Kaba. Is it Kaba now or Jeba? In Lokoja, Lokoja was Lokoja. But he could not make it. And I said, you, all the messages you have been hearing, 
go and put it together. You are the one that will go and preach in, my, in the meeting I'm supposed to preach for Fugol School Business, my friends. Boy said, okay. The boy entered the room and said, Baba, believe in me. I won't feel it. I started fasting and praying. Then he went to preach for Baba. And he preached and heaven came down. <laughs> I'm not joking. Heaven came down. And the full gospel businessman fellowship of Loko just said to Baba, if you can't make our meeting any day, send this guy. The guy is in London. He's a pastor. He has, he has bought houses in London. He's doing well. He sends Baba money every month. That if not for you, I'll be useless. If you have taken offense, there are people you are supposed to make that will never be made because of your offense. Do you know with what Judas did, if he didn't commit suicide, Jesus will never take offense. Am I talking to somebody? Are you listening? So we need to take this to heart. Because we should have a kingdom mind in the order of the kingdom, offense is not permitted. Am I talking to somebody? There are things you will not be able to assess because of offense. Success are detained, success are delayed because the devil has an occasion against you. And what's the occasion? Do you know what he did? Do you know what he said? Whatever he said, I think I'll share with you on, on the first day that this is one thing Jesus taught me personally about offense. He said, how do you get offended? What he said and what he did. Any other way? Any other way? What he said and what he did. Then he said, I'm going to show you today. I said, Lord, show me. He said, number one, what is He said, I took Peter, James, and John to the Mount of Transfiguration. I said, yes, Lord. He said, and they saw Moses, who they read in history. They saw Elijah, who they read in history. Then Peter said, let us make three tabernacles here. One for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah because this man we will begin to see that when we enjoy really to go to Elijah we ask him tell us more when we see then we go to Moses excuse me what did Jesus say for he know not what he is saying then who knows what he say excuse me analyze that situation do you feel there is sense in what Peter said talk to me it's just a, at least a little level of sin. Let's not bring revelation in. Let's feel that mountain is where, if you look at it, it's where they are. So he looked at it and said, what Jesus said, he does not know what he's saying. Then the question I asked, who knows what he's saying? So the word you held this brother that this brother said to you that he spoke in his emotion emotion is now gone he's regretting he has said it and you held on to it what he has let go you are the sinner yes, my wife said this a guy came to me and said 
My wife said this, my heart is broken. I said, your heart is not plastic. It cannot break. <laughs> what did he say? He doesn't know what he's saying. Have you seen people that, you say, you said this, he said, me? I said that, when I'm not crazy. I said, but you said it! And your tension is going up. You will soon die. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, so from there, I don't hold yours, you say. When people say something, say, every man has a right to his opinion. Say it. It will not happen. Say it. Number two. He said, have I resolved that? I said, Lord, I've had I hear that nothing anybody says that will affect me. He said, number two, what they do? He said, did they take me to the cross? Did they nail me to the cross? Did I do what they accused me for? He said, here is the print of the nails. Look at it in my two hands. Look at my feet. Look at my head. But what was the prayer I prayed? Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. He said, but remember, they weave the tongue. As they weave the tongue, they put it on my hair. I said, Lord, but that is intentional to mock you. He said, that's the way you see it. He said, when man fell, God said, they will eat tongues and titus, titus and bears. That's what they will eat. And they took the tongue and they weaved it for a crown and put it on my head. And I said in that which they will eat, they will eat it from sweat. When you sweat, where the sweat comes out from, from you? Your brow. As they put it and it touched the brow and they pressed it, blood came out and broke the curse. They didn't know what they're doing. They did not know what they're doing. Now, do you get what I'm talking about? Now, that is the way to see. Because see, Stephen concluded his walk. And there's a man more detailed that some spirit flow will come in his life. He was standing by, but God has listed him. And as he said, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. That was Stephen. God said, there's an enlisted army here. And he did not disappoint God. So rather than getting offended, see beyond offense. Yes, I'm not disputing that offense will cause you pain. But pain is a gift. You don't like that, right? Pain is a gift. If a person asks, if a person has diabetes, the extreme of his legs, he doesn't feel pain. The extremes of his feet, he doesn't feel pain. The extremes, one guy was trying to cut something for me the other day. Do you know he cut his hand and he did not know? People say, wow, he's strong. I say, he's not strong. He had diabetes. He will die very soon. It was blood was coming out that he now said, ah, where's blood? Then he now noticed that his fingers is off. Jama. His finger cut off. And he did not know. So you will understand by that 
realize that pain is a gift. That when you feel pain, you take caution to look at things well and understand it well. But if you don't feel pain, am I talking to somebody? Are you listening to me? So I look at things. That's the way I look. You don't speak love and offense overshadows love. You don't love. One guy, I can't book on offense. I did not take. One guy was a friend to one of my spiritual sons when they were in school. So they used to invite me to come and preach. So he, they got out of school. He now said he liked me to be his father. I have protocols. But you want me to be your father. I looked at him. I didn't like his spirit. did not connect with my spirit. But this other guy was begging me that he likes you. He likes you now. Take him. So his spiritual father was traveling to the U.S. And his spiritual father was the one I hosted this weekend. So he was traveling to U.S. And he now said, you know, he's going to U.S. I would like you to be my father. I don't know how to be getting him. So I said, okay. 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 So I took him. And we started doing, started doing, started doing. During my wedding, he bought the 45 yam, two bars of yam. It was the one that bought it for me. So at that point, I said, Ha! Huh? Now, this guy has a good heart now. Why are you treating him like this? So I changed that. But my spirit was telling me, my flesh saw yam. <laughs> <laughs> and my spirit agreed. My flesh agreed. But my spirit was still, I was just managing him. So one day he came to me that I wanted to buy a car. That my should be my mechanic and help him. I said, yeah, talk to him. So he spoke with my mechanic, they made agreements. When they made agreements, my mechanic, this is what he does. You give him half of the money, he buys the car and bring it. He will tell other people I'm bringing a car. If you don't want it, he will sell it. But he was doing election. They were doing election, I think, 2003. They were doing election. They were doing election. So they shut all the borders for the period they were doing the election so they could not travel. So he, now told, he said, let the election be over. I'll bring your car. The guy now disagreed and said, I want my car. So he now said, okay, I have a Jeep. Come and see the Jeep. If you like it, then you balance me. So the guy now gave him the Jeep. And said, balance me. He now wrote a check. He said, I don't take check. He said, I don't take check. So he now came to me. He said, he wrote a check. I'm not taking check. I said, ah. He's my son. He won't default. Okay, give it to him. If he doesn't pay, I'll pay. Then he took the car. Then they presented the check. It was a good check. My mechanic said, I'm, it was around that time they created EFCC. And every dude check was an issue. He said, I'm going to ask, ah, how will you drag it with him when I'm here? Give me the check. I'll give you the money. I had some money. We were in a rented apartment then. I wanted to pay my house rent. I wanted to pay the church rent. And I wanted to pay my children's school fees. So I had those money in my hand. So I now said, he will pay the money. So I gave the money to my mechanic. So I called him, he didn't pick my call. 
called him, he didn't pay my call. What's wrong with this guy? Called him, he didn't pay. So I called the wife. I said, can I speak to your husband? The man took the phone and said, you want to destroy my own? Why are you calling my wife? I, felt, I was, I said, I think it's wrong number. <laughs> so I took my phone again. I called. He said, I said, you what? What is this man? What is wrong with this man? I said, me, man. I look at the number. Me destroy your own. When he wanted to do his wedding, <clears throat> my mom stood as mother. I stood as father. And me, I was, they did everything in my house. I want to destroy your own. Me. <clears throat> and God spoke to me and said, give him the money. I called him. He didn't respond. So I flew to Kaduna. He was living in Kaduna. And I went to look at him. So I saw him. When he saw me, he looked this. There was a way he was doing. I said, I just came to tell you that you should forget the money. It's okay. He said, no, I'll transfer it now. I said, I don't need it. So I was going to the airport. He said, you came for a meeting. I said, no, that's why I came to tell you. He said, you flew from Ibadan to come and tell me. Now, I even flew from Lagos. I drove to Lagos, parked in Lagos, went to the airport, flew to meet him. And I told him, forget it. He said, yeah. He said, it's only Jesus that can do this. That testimony is okay for me. That testimony is okay for me. So I went back to Ibadan. Not long to that time. His wife gave birth on my birthday. So he called me and said, Ah, Bola's giving birth. I said, On oh, my birthday? I'm coming for the name. He didn't believe it. I came for the name. I named the child and I was ready to go. But I said, No, I'll put you in a hotel. So put me in a hotel so that you will not be as if I'm angry. I stayed. The next day, I took my flight. I bought my ticket. I changed it. I moved. Then he looked at me. Then he came. Do you know every of his business went down? He came to me and said, it's because he has offended me. I said, no. I prayed that God will not count anything you did against you. Paul said, at my first call, every one of you was against me. He said, but I pray that God will not count it against you. I said, that's my scripture. I prayed for him. Things did not work. He moved from Kaduna to Borno State, Meduguri. Where he was using, putting things together, Bukwaram blew the place. Everything lost again. I was the one that got a job for him. I got a job for him, tried to set him up. He, things were not working for him. I got him. He's with me. He lives in my house, in my dad's house. I put him there now. He has done a lot of other things. I'm not offended. I'm not offended. Because. When the devil cannot get you with every other thing, he's going to push in offense. You wonder why you are not going at the height you are supposed to go. It's because of offense. Relieve yourself of offense. Every weight that easily besets you, those are the weights. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of offense. I will not be offended. I don't care. What can offend me? What is it? Money? No. Money. My, my friend Bishop Lawrence said to me, he said, we've been friends before we married. He said, no woman 
must break our relationship. He said, number two, money must not break our relationship. We've had issues with money. It doesn't. I would never be offended in him. No. 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 A lady came to me and said, but didn't this thing give you pain? It's because you want to have pain. That's why you have pain. My emotion will not respond to pain. Okay. Let me tell you one thing that happened to me about two weeks ago. I wanted to do something. And I didn't have money to do it at that moment. Not that I did not have money. I had money, but we were preparing for the program we did last week. And I could not touch the money for the thing. And then can't you see you don't have enough? You want to do this and you can't do it, but you have money for the work of God. And it was like I was about giving in. You know, it was that cloud was coming on me. I just said, shut it! I will seek first his kingdom. I will do things for his kingdom. I will leave my home. And if I do for him, my own will be settled. It's a text I must pass. Left. I could see the cloud coming. Are you listening? Now the temptation will be why don't you divide the money? Because if I divide the money I have, it will meet the need I have. I will be able to do a little of that. But there is something that I will not be able to give my guest preacher an honorarium. So it's better I suffer this. To do this. Do you get what I'm saying? Every time God is testing you and watching what your response is, one day we tell you you have passed the faithfulness test. The day you hear that word, money begins to come to you. As I'm talking now, money started coming. There is no week. Real money does not enter my hand. There's no week that will pass. Real money. Are you listening? Real money. Where is that? Do you get what I'm talking about? My value is speaking to people that they have to. You understand? Say, I was at Cheshire Oak in 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 UK. It's just about thirty-five or forty-five minutes from Liverpool. A lady took me there. This lady, whenever I come to preach for my friend, Pastor Philip, takes care of my accommodation, takes care of my feeding. She doesn't bother Pastor Philip. Pays everything. Two weeks that I would do, do meetings around, she takes care. So she said, let me buy something for your wife and uh, your children. So the husband with her, they drove me there. I got into this lovely see this place. Lovely place. So I was looking at a wristwatch. And a white woman said, Do you like that? I looked at her. <laughs> yes. He said, You can have it. I said, You mean? He said, I mean, you can have it. I'll pay for it. 
the wristwatch cost 300 and something pounds. So I said, oh, have I preached in your church before? He said, oh, you're a preacher. I said, yes. He said, maybe that's why I felt like buying it for you. Something just told me to buy it for you. I was just looking at the wristwatch not that I intended to buy. And that's how the woman bought it for me. I don't know her from Adam. There's a spirit of fever that follows you when the spirit of offense is off you. A pastor that just had met me for the first time. He came from Belgium. We met in Manchester. I was trying to buy some stuff. And he said, Pastor, put it on me. Paid. We went to the next shop. I wanted to buy some things for my wife. Pastor, put it on. I said, Sorry, Pastor, I have money. He said, I know I'm not. I know you have money. And this was not something. So I was buying something about 700 pounds. And he was ready to pay. Then we went to the third one. I said, for my children, I said, Pastor, please, 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 please. It's not that he wanted any favor from me. Even after then, I've not spoken to him apart from say thank you. Do you get what I'm saying? When offense is off you, every good thing follow you. Goodness and mercy follow you. Goodness and mercy are spirit. I'm telling you, let your heart be free. This heart, no rival throne. I won't hold it against anybody. It's for God. I love this song. He said, To seek your lovely face ever before my eyes. This is my prayer. Make it my strong desire that in my secret heart no other love compete, no rival throne survive. And I serve only you. Offense. I will allow it. It robs you. It robs you. Let the goodness, let the lines fall in pleasant places for me. No offense. Are you listening to me? Whatever you are holding in your heart, pick your phone tonight. Call there. How are you doing? I just say I should check you. I have a guy that. That, that, that God gave me as a gift in Malaysia. He's in, I have a little work in Malaysia. Okay, you saw what I, the broadcast I was doing yesterday. Those are my people in Malaysia. I do it for them every Tuesday because I've not been able to travel because of Corona. So they're not demanded that I should do it for them every Tuesday. So I do. I was, there's a guy God gave me as a gift there. It's a mecha, he's a mechanic. But he's a mechanic that is loaded. He pays my hotel accommodation five star hotel do you know what it might for one month it's going to pay i took somebody to go come along with me i said we'll share he said no 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 you pay for the two rooms and after i'm leaving he will give me good money say pastor you bless me when you come when he wants to say he, he, he does not thank jesus he will say thank you i said no thank jesus he said mm, you Says you, I know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I say, I'll sweet. Thank Jesus. Okay, now say, Thank Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> this guy's a blessing to me. Now he was, he was a Buddhist. Then he came for my meeting and gave his life to Christ, and his life changed. 
while he was a Buddhist, he divorced the wife because the wife was messing up with someone. And I'm online. <laughs> can you hold it, please? <laughs> so that you will not look at some people can listen to this. Let me not. For this period. You know, so the wife messed up and he now had to marry another blade. So marry the other lady. When I let that guy go with that money, the level of money I entered into after that. And God told me, he said, because you allowed that money to go. That's why I'm bringing this for you. From that day. From that day. From that day. That's why even if I, there was one day I went to, I wanted to buy something. And while I brought money out, some money fell. I didn't know. And we left. So later I was looking for the money. Was it that we went together that day? We still go together. You know. So I now said, Oh, this money. And then we said that when you are knocking it, I said no. I said I show it to the person that found it. Somebody will definitely be hungry, I show it to you. I didn't see it as a loss. I see I show it as a seed. And it will bring our verse back to me. Have right attitude to life. Life is about having right attitude. And every good thing will follow you. There is a force that rules this world. If you position yourself effectively, every good thing will look for you. People you don't know will come looking for you. I'm telling you. People you don't know, they will just show up. Because offense will not allow the devil to stand against you. He's the accuser of the brethren. And he uses offense to accuse and I'm not going to allow him to use that to accuse me, to affect me. So I'm wiser than the devil. The devil does not joke with opportunity. It is man that jokes with opportunity. The devil looks for occasion to hold you. And you don't even look at it. Can you realize that this thing that is happening can come a division between you and that person, between you and that partner, between you and your wife, between you and your husband? I said, no. Say no. Between you and your children, no. Are you listening? Pastor Deola, that's my friend. He said, God told him, he said, don't cross the path of your father so that you won't start praying unnecessary prayer against cause. He said, early in the morning when his father wakes up, he will take a chicken, pluck the neck, and start licking the blood. That means his father is a principality. Mm. And when his father was going to die, his father asked him for forgiveness. He said, the father said, you, the father of the wife said, you can't marry this woman. I won't allow it. You and my, you and, you and my father and you, we are in the same court. And I know what that can mean. So they eventually married. I said, anytime he wants to sleep with a wife like this, no show. Everything will just be like nothing. And he started praying for six months. The wife said, ah, So you have problem. So you're impotent. He said, I'm not impotent. His father did it. The father of the lady. His father is principality. This one is superior to principality. Maybe his own father is. 
powers of darkness. <laughs> he said, and God told him that what they used to do this against you is just cutting wood. Let your wife touch cutting wood. And that was it. And the father, when they said, their last wife gave back, he said, give back. He said, I wrote Malay The daughter. They said, he gave back to the second one. He said, we will look to Ferry. Get back to the third one. Then he checked his mirror and saw it was true. That very day, projected the spirit and caused accidents in America. He said, what? <laughs> but the husband saw it before it was coming. And said, go slowly. So the truck that came to eat her, just eat, it will have, if she was going on a speed, it would have been so hard. The car was right off, but she was saved. And the father now called and said, We go to church, but we did not know Jesus that you serve is this powerful. We go to church so that when we would want to bury us, Allah will call him because he can bury one church, Lafilo Church. He said, Call the wife and said, Forgive me. I've been wicked against you. No offense. No offense. Do you believe this? When your father plotted against you, David caught a portion of the clot of Saul and his heart smote him. Where is that kind of people? His heart smote him. So it will be hard for him to take offense. Offense is the devil's bait. Offense is the devil's bait. Don't be trapped by offense. The test of your love will come by offense. But let's pray. I just want you to pray to God. Pray to God. Pray to God. Pray to God. Pooh Regedia, Mosofocotolo Gadala, Hashikitera Gadodo Boradiash, 
honor your father and your mother because of what they did well. Whether they did well or they did not do well, just what? Honor them. Hello? That's what he says. I said to the lady, I said, I'm not going to beg you. I'm commanding you. You're my daughter. Oh yeah? We called the dad. The dad was surprised. The dad started praying. He said, oh, me. You didn't look at the way I'm behaving. Then the next day, send money to the dad. Then send 10,000 credits. Do you know all the money they've been owing her in her contract came the next day? That's what has been needed. I said, Pastor, he walked up. He said, I will send him more money. I said, Keep sending. Enter your fullness if you allow offense. And how genuine is your love if you still abhor offense? Your love is not genuine. You think Jesus will have offense against 
he saw what Judas will do. He saw what Peter will do. And he said, I've prayed for you. The only thing that Judas lacked was prayer. Jesus has prayed for you. But he said, the son of perdition will not but perish. You know what I'm saying? Let's not take offense. For any reason. Let me close with this. He said, pay no evil for evil. You know what? When they do evil to you and you want to revenge and pay back, you have sown a seed, you will reap it. That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.